show for your Monday, My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. Sex Monday coming up at the bottom of the hour, but in the meantime, uh, where are we going? I gotta tell you really yes. quickly yeah. what you're gonna have to buy for your wardrobe. Just oh, okay. really quickly, Lori, because you already have one of the items, mm-hmm. and someone called you Phyllis Stiller in them. What am I talking about? Wide-legged pants? Your white go-go boots. Oh, my white go-go boots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The white boots are all the rage. Like, you have to, everyone said you must have them. White go-go boots. Where that, is this coming from? I'm just telling you, this morning on Good Morning America, and plus I'm online, everyone's saying white go-go boots, macrame bags, or crocheted bags, and then the other thing you're going to have to have is a little pastel in your family, in your life. I guess it really Easter is a trip. nod to 1969. I was just it saying. Is. Yeah. Pretty pastels, denim. <laughs> yeah. All right, Macrame that's it. Bags. All right, I just wanted you to know in case mm-hmm. you're wondering what to get. Well, um, Lady Gaga didn't get that memo because oh. last night at the uh, whatever she was at. I don't uh, even know what she was at. She it was, was a fashion kind of a thing uh, that she was at. Donnie posted the photos and she's wearing a leather Minnie Mouse. It was come dressed as your own Minnie Mouse outfit. Yeah. And then, but she was with Lisa Vanderpump hanging out. It was some sort of a, like the LA Fashion Awards or something. And she must have been honored. She walked the the carpet with her hairstylist and did all of her dips and poses. You know, she really sure. does love a red carpet. Lady and, Gaga? Yeah, Lady no Gaga. No one loves one more than her. I know, and she's good. And she's and not people, embarrassed no. to do all the posing. And, well, apparently then she popped up at the black rabbit rose this little hole in the wall in hollywood and performed last night if you'd like to hear any of it just doing, gaga did yeah, yeah doing sinatra yeah here i'm go. here to ruin the party i'm so sorry and she got up and it's just like this tiny how fun would that be place. to have her join a, come yeah, up on the stage the black rabbit rose file it away for the next right, time I'm you're in california in all right Diane, let's hear She's singing an octave lower, isn't she? And let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like. Will Booble sing this? He does a lot of Frank yeah. Sinatra. Well, that had to be a real thrill. And she changed out of the black leather outfit. Oh, she looked like Minnie Mouse. And her eye, on her eyelashes, she had like pink Pez candies. Well, they're Swarovski crystals. I Same believe. thing. They yeah. look like pink Pez candies. They look silly. <laughs> well, they look silly. They're glittery. I, yeah, I wasn't into it. Okay, fine. It was Betty Boop and Minnie Mouse. That I agree with that. Yeah. Now, social media really is having fun with Quentin Tarantino's poster "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood" with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. And what are yeah. they doing? Well, you got to um, see the poster. We posted yeah. it. Who's that standing next to Leo? The "Once Upon a Time <laughs> in Hollywood" poster is the "How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days" poster of our modern era. And then they're doing um, Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey leaning back to back. Other people are photoshopping Matthew McConaughey leaning on the back of Leonardo and Kevin James in a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> leaning James. against Brad Pitt. Um, uh, also, people are kind of... Uh, they. The main thing is how Photoshop Brad Pitt looks. Oh. And also, See, do you guys really the think so? Photoshopping oh, on uh, Leo's chin. 
which is very obvious, the dark shadow. Yeah, I see that you one. Can but, see that? but Brad Pitt is so far away that I can't oh, tell. Oh, he's so photoshopped. And I totally agree, Lori. As someone else said, it looks like Brad Pitt's face has been posted on Matthew McConaughey's body, <laughs> and they're demanding proof. Um, Quentin Tarantino was very excited, but people are just saying... Um, I was God, in, look at how skinny they are, Brad Pitt is. Oh, dear. And um, And last year... Last summer, Page Six noticed that Sony had accidentally uploaded an image file of the pair in this exact uh-huh. thing, showing all the edits that they were doing, mainly wrinkles taken out of Brad Pitt's lower face right. and how they tightened up Leonardo's chin. chin. And the company insisted that the two actors did not request the touch-ups we say BS. Of course well, they did. You, oh, for you sure. think so? You think so? Julia, if nothing, you can count on Hollywood actors to be vain. Yes, indeed. All right, I mean, fine. there's no doubt about it. Someone else said, um, remember when the real artists would paint real works of art for posters? Your cousin yeah, did that. My cousin did it. Kind of surprising that Quentin Tarantino couldn't get Sony to do that, to have a hand painted poster. Like they would have done for a back in the day. Yeah. For this movie, Mm -hmm. it's kind of because he's such a, he insists so much on, you know, kind of the way he films it and everything. It would have been kind of cool. Yeah, Yeah, that would have been cool. So that was kind of, um, this poster is lame as hell. People just think it's a lame as hell. And then other people are, where the hell is Margot Robbie? But the story is about the actor and his stuntman. So I don't know. They're getting. They're getting, you know, just a lot of crap about it. But, you know, I'm glad that the guys are as vain as, you know. Oh, sure. Do that. Ouch. Yeah. There's just something wrong about his face. Huh? Who is? Brad, in there, this photo, there's, there's something just off. Off. Yeah. Do you see how skinny his body is? Holy tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, he has lost a crap load of weight. Well, but we know how slender he is from oh, having I know. seen him in person, Julia. I mean, we couldn't believe how slender he was. I mean, he's six feet tall, and he might be 160 pounds. Yeah, I really don't like that thinness. Yeah, I, mean, I really like that. And, and we know Leonardo like DiCaprio is taller than Brad Pitt. Yeah, I don't like Because he's like 6'1 or I mean, something. If, if for your profession, sure, but oh, yeah. Anyway, please. You know who's laughing about that today? Maybe she's even called to tell him, "Don't worry about it. It happens to me." Don't all even the time. say Angelina. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, Jennifer yeah. Aniston. I thought you were going to say Angelina Jolie. No, Jennifer Aniston. No, Those Angelina. Two are not talking. No, they would like their lawyers to do that thing that they can do when they're working out all the financial stuff, and they recognize and grant you each your single status. They've been asking for this for a year. A bifurcated yeah. judgment. They've been asking for this forever. I think Arnold and Maria got one of these. Yeah, it's really gone on a really long time. Yeah. Good Lord. Well, I know, but they have so much property. Well, I know. And then the kids and all of that. So that's going to keep happening. We know for sure that Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau were never married. They just did all of that for the publicity and the People magazine. Because if they were had been married, TMZ would have published the divorce decree. That's why everybody went <laughs> on the jet, it, don't they? Yeah. Huh? They always get. Yeah, those. but wait a minute. They never. How were are married. we going to see the divorce decree? D- of, because it's it's court no, record. I understand, but I don't know that we're going to see it for. Do you think we'll see it for Brad and Angelina? I thought they got their sealed. 
Well, the fighting has been happening. I have no idea, but okay. I'm just saying for Jennifer and Justin, they were never really married. That's why. And she paid him off. And yeah, she probably wrote him a check uh, mm-hmm. of some sort. And it was probably written about ahead of time, you know, mm-hmm. for the thing. That's why they didn't think anything about bringing all those people on a private plane to Tahiti on their honeymoon. It wasn't a honeymoon. It was just a party. It was just really? a party. In a warmer that they got a People magazine cover for yeah. and all of that stuff. It's just like, damn. Okay, do you want to just let's complain for one hot second? Do we want to? For one hot second? Okay. Who are we complaining about? I mean, Lori, I it's very scary. It's, 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 let's try it. Okay, the Golden Globes will be January 5th next January 2020. Okay, so like, I'm just looking at my calendar. That's the first yeah. weekend in January. Yeah. That's because the, the Academy Awards is going to be February 9th. They are rock blocking the Super Bowl, the Grammys, the SAG Awards, everything. Can I tell you what the longest month of the year is here in Minnesota? March? Yeah. But really February, because March, you have March Matters. There's nothing after the Super Bowl, according, you know, in the sports world. And now we'd have, we had the Oscars to look for. There is nothing. Yeah, it's all going to be over with by February It's 9th. like wham, bam, thank, thank you, ma'am. ma'am. And uh, the 4th of January is very early. Yeah, isn't it? Ridiculous. The, isn't it? This it's will, all because of the Oscars. The only thing I can think yeah. of is we worked those two weeks when no one was around on the roads or listening. Yeah. It'll give us something to talk about <laughs> to ourselves right, about. Right At least we'll have something to yeah. talk yeah, about I to each so. other. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, because no There's one. The power those, of it. There is nothing to talk about. But you just have to imagine how much cursing is going on about the Academy. Of So the Academy's on February 9th. So, Which was always the Grammys well, night. It would be like that second weekend. Where do the are the SAGs end of January? Yeah, where do it'll they probably be the week before yeah, that I'll because of the right Grammys. Now. I don't even oh, know if boy. they know yet. Like I said, they're just being cursed anyway. Yeah. They are being cursed. They are being cursed behind closed doors in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, all, you're right. It's the week before. Uh, well, the SAG is a week, bef- two weeks before the Oscars. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. Sunday. The Those 26th. people are going to go crazy. Because they have so many pre-parties, November, December, January, then February. I mean, that's a lot. And then boom, it's over. Yeah, then it's over, Lori. Boom. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Plan your vacations accordingly. Jeez. And the Grammys, is it going to be after now or it's going to be in there too? I think it'll, I don't know. Because when the hell is the Super Bowl? Uh, Super Bowl is the uh, the second. Second. Yeah, so it's just bam, bam, bam. Anyway, I don't know, Jules. I, I we don't need to worry about it. I don't even want to think about twenty twenty. But yet. you did. I get. I did. Yeah, but even I wanted, before we thought of the state fair, you thought of that. I did because I, I wrote I, it down. Because usually I go on vacation. Hang on a like second. Like that. Like I love to go on vacation the second week of February. I won't do that next year, Julia. I can't miss the Oscars. I mean, maybe I can. Did I just I say won't. the SAG Awards is the twenty sixth? Yes. Yeah. Same day as the Grammys. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Sunday, January 26, 2020 is the Grammys. Same day as the SAG Awards. Okay, there's a lot. Maybe <laughs> that, that could mean good, bode well for us, Julia. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people cover both of those things. Oh, Lori, look at how excited we are. Okay, now you've turned a, you know, one to like, hey, maybe we can make this work for us. <gasps> Silver lining. Silver lining. We Thank are you, always Johnny looking Love. for a silver lining. Thank you. That's what we mm-hmm. needed to set this Monday off on the right direction. All right, listen, we come back. We got the dirt alert. Here's your walk. 
This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, she is here. She's giving us our Monday joke. Yes, happy Monday, everybody. Let's talk about Amy Schumer. She's making headlines this afternoon, talking about her husband, Chris Fisher, and uh, the fact that he's on the autism spectrum. So this is all going to be revealed in her upcoming Netflix special. But according to Entertainment Tonight, Amy Schumer talks about her husband and says, I knew from the beginning that my husband's brain was a little different than mine. She goes on to say, I have to start this over because I really want to get this right because I love him very much. Uh, Amy Schumer continues to say, my husband was diagnosed with what used to be called Asperger's. He has autism spectrum disorder. He's on the spectrum. And there were some signs early on. And uh, she goes on to say, once he was diagnosed, it dawned on me how funny it was because all these characteristics that make it clear that he's on the spectrum are all the reasons that I fell madly in love with him. Amy Schumer says that's the truth. He says whatever's on his mind, he keeps it so real. He doesn't care about social norms or what you'd expect him to say or do. And this This is the Netflix special called Amy Schumer Growing, and it's going to be on Netflix tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. He didn't even know? I don't think he did. No, I mean, I think it was one of those things that, you know, you're just who you are. And then later in life, maybe someone suggests like, hey, you know, maybe go check that out and see what's happening. So it seems like. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And remember, they got married back in Malibu uh, last year in February, that surprise wedding that they had. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's going to be having her first child with him very, very soon. She seems like she's been pregnant for a very, very long time. Is this getting good buzz, her Netflix special? You know, I I think I I did read a review this weekend that is. People are like, she's back and she's hitting a good chord. That's awesome. So again, that special called Amy Schumer Growing, and it's on Netflix tomorrow. Let's catch you up on what's happening with the sex slave cult Nexium. Now, we talked about this. Yes, we Remember have. with Catherine Oxenberg's daughter, who was involved in this cult Nexium. Where Ka- they would brand That's women. right. That's right. They would brand the women. Keith Rainier, the head of this cult, would brand the women literally with his initials to have them initiated in this cult. Well, Allison Mack, who used to... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart protein plus and keto get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time sign up and save we've done the math factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious what are you waiting for get started today and get after your goals Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
be a star in Smallville. She's in plea negotiations with the government over her role in that cult. This according to prosecutors today. And uh, they're all actively engaged. The three high-ranking members of Nexium that would be Allison Max, Mac, excuse me, Lauren Saltzman, and the accountant, uh, they are all engaged in discussions to get a plea deal in this story. So I think that these people are ready to talk. You think she's finally done? I think so. Mm -hmm. I think that the fact that Keith Rainier was hit with child porn charges uh, last week and uh, that his co-founder, Lauren's mother, Nancy Salzman, pleaded guilty to racketeering conspiracy. I think the pressure is on. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know how much information we'll be privy to regarding this, but I hope that justice is served Mm -hmm. in this case. And again, uh, everybody's due back in court on April 4th, and they're still planning for a trial beginning April 29th. So. We shall see on that. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are joining the Queen for the christening of Zara Tyndall's daughter. They did this yesterday. I don't know if you guys have these photos posted up on the website. I don't think we did. No. Um, no. Well, she's we wearing didn't. a beret. Yes, yeah, she's doing wearing her a delightful beret. hat. He's the godfather. Yes, He's he close is. Close to this cousin. Yes, this is um, Princess Anne's daughter, Zara Tyndall. So that's how she's related. Yeah. Remember, Zara? She, they wanted to go normie, and she's and, married to the rugby player. Yes, he's like just like a big burly guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the daughter is named Mia, and uh, they are godfather. Prince Harry's godfather to Mia, little five-year-old mm. Mia. Very yeah, Mar- cute. Meghan doesn't wear the fascinators. No, no you, you not too d- much. She likes a she hat. She likes a hat. Mm-hmm. Which I totally understand because fascinators are a very specific look. Yeah. And it's very British and very traditional. And if that's not your vibe, then just, yeah. you know, put a hat on it. She's done but, the pillbox hat, the okay. beret. What is she going to do next? She's done a big floppy okay. hat. Remember that beautiful peach when she wore the yes. off the shoulder? Mm. You know, um... My friend at St. Patty's Day at the tent on Saturday night, someone came by, you know, with those little tiny hats. Oh, yes. And she's like, those freak me out so bad. You know, I hate those, you know, the little tiny yeah, ones little. that people wear. So I hope she doesn't wear one of those. Oh, no, God. she's the worst when she wore the nurse ratchet. The nurse, yeah. The oh, white, yeah. Last the or white whatever. pillbox hat. Yeah, yeah, some people were calling it Jackie O, but it was it a was little nurse even, ratchet. Yeah, it, it was wasn't good. nurse ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It was, oh, it, my God. It was a mess. All right. Well, I want to tell you about, this is not... Not necessarily in the world of celebrity, but it's definitely in the world of pop culture. And this happened yesterday in California in a city called Lake Elsinore. And authorities in Lake Elsinore, California, had to close Walker Canyon Park because Disneyland-sized crowds went to the area causing high traffic jams, clogging up the highways. Well, the reason why is because all the Instagrammers were flooding Walker Canyon in order to get the perfect picture of themselves in the poppy fields. Oh, I was going to say, are the oh, desert flowers right. blooming? The desert flowers. The poppies. The are poppies. T- yeah. Also, but I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Those, If someone does post a photo of the desert flowers, I was thinking it was that, but okay. it was poppies. Gosh. It was poppies. They're gorgeous. It's a gorgeous marigold, right. yellow, rich, kind of yellow, orange color. But tens of thousands of people. Well, what was it called? It, it's called Lake Elsinore. Oh, and yeah. You can, yeah, and you can find those poppies and uh, people are using the hashtag poppy apocalypse oh in order oh, to cover right now. the story. Okay, that is hysterical. Yeah. So you can see people in the field and it, it is, you know, it really it's puts beautiful. it. It's beautiful, but it really puts it into perspective when you see all of these people posing in the poppy field. And then you see all the photographers oh, yeah. photographing the influencers. And it's just, oh, my gosh, it got out of control. Wow. So they're telling people, you know what? Stay away. 
The because, cherry blossoms are coming soon in oh my Washington, D.C. Oh. Head there. Oh, Head my there. gosh. Exactly. Yeah. Go east and go to the uh-huh. cherry blossoms. But it is quite the sight to behold. It really is pretty, after. though. It's gorgeous. There's some beautiful they art. They called it unbearable amount of people for the super bloom. Disneyland-sized crowds are what the areas are saying. Traffic jam. And the reason the super bloom is happening is because they had extremely heavy rainfalls over the winter. And so now the hillside is completely covered in those bright orange poppies. Wow. Mm -hmm. Some of the artwork is beautiful. I know. It really is stunning. Did you ever go see that when you were there? Did you ever go to Lake Elsinore? You know, unfortunately, I did not. Where is it by? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if it's south, if it's towards... The desert? Or? Well, I'm going to speak totally out of school, and I'm going to assume it's closer to like Southern California than it is in Northern California, because yeah. the LA Times was covering the story. So right. I think that it's in that part of the world, but it really is gorgeous. But, you know, oh my gosh, humans are silly, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Speaking of silly humans, Kyla, I know you guys talked about this very briefly at the end of uh, Hollywood Speak, but... Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott really haven't had a chance to fully repair their relationship after she accused him of cheating you guys. Oh, you know, you get flirty on the DMs and yeah, the girlfriend is just uh, the, the, the last to know. Like, yeah, know. The, the baby mom is last to know. <laughs> exactly. They must, uh, setting up, setting up the breakup. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. This is exactly what the storyline is. hanging out with Chloe. Yes. Well, and speaking of Chloe, her best friend Malika she is giving us this really important update, you guys, mm-hmm. that Chloe is doing really good after that cheating scandal with Tristan Thompson and Jordan Woods. She won't leave us alone. She's flooding <laughs> she our Instagram and Twitter with all these photos of her looking sexy or she yelling at people. Or, I mean, she's like all over. Malika, Chloe don't need your help. No, she does not. And Chloe Kardashian does the thing where she takes a picture of herself and that's all fine. But then she'll put the inspirational quote next oh, to it. Know, and then if you rip her for putting the inspirational vague booking-esque quote next mm-hmm. to the picture, then she's going to be like, that's just your problem. You're just a hater. Right, I know. It's, and you're just so like, she's oh going to go back in front of the mirror with True and she's going to plan her little daughter in front of the mirror and they're going to do positive affirmations. Uh, Thank you very much, mm-hmm. Julia. That's what they do, Lori. I know, I know, I know. Gosh darn it. People like her. She She needs so much. I know. We don't follow any of them. No. Yeah. She well, needs, good for you. Yeah. She needs so much. Yeah, I know. Wow. There's a lot of affirmation no. there. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, thank Holly. You. Yes. Listen, when we come back at Sex Monday, what does a uni moon have to do with sex? Well, we'll tell you after we tell you the traffic. All right. 94 Westbound, there's a crash in Maple Grove between Weaver Lake Road and uh, 95th Avenue. Watch out there. Again, happening in Maple Grove. Talk about sex now to the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Okay, button up. Here we go. So, button up. <laughs> we're just kind of talking about uh, Justin and Jennifer Aniston. You know, Justin Thoreau, Jennifer Aniston, and how they weren't really married. And right. the honeymoon they went on wasn't really a honeymoon, meant to relax them uh, and bond after all the chaos of planning your wedding is over. Um, and, uh, now there is something, we're going to even take it a step further for people who are actually getting married, okay. but are so stressed out and exhausted over the planning of everything that supposedly, according to an article that I skimmed in the New York Times, the new trend is separate honeymoons, unimoons. 
Okay, or wait a, a solo moon where both people go on their own trip after the wedding, either with friends oh, or stop. all by themselves. Oh, stop. And not being able to agree on a destination is one reason couples do it, but others do it just out of convenience. For example, one couple they talked to had to go on separate trips for work right after their wedding. So the groom went to Paris and turned the trip into his personal honeymoon, and his wife went to the Dominican Republic. I predict. Divorce. Divorce is inevitable. <laughs> yeah, They're really. called Solomons. If this, Solomons. Solomons. If this is what this you're is going to ridiculous. do, it is really... I would be pea green with jealousy if my husband, my brand new husband, husband went, husband went his, to Paris with his friends yeah. or by himself. Please. No. I don't. Okay. No. We are not for this. We do not think this does anything for intimacy. Well, this is what Irene O'Brien said. Neither of us wanted to be where the other one was. Okay. Okay. Maybe is this a trend with people who are getting married for the third or fourth time in their 50s or 60s or something? And they, I still No, here's matter. what she says. Frankly, the idea of separate honeymoons may sing, signal the continued evolution of marriage. Oh, oh for crying out loud. That <laughs> Given is. the recognition that most couples today, marriage and partnership is considered all consuming. Maybe you don't need to fulfill every role and you get to go off and do your own thing. Well, wait until some other time. But for the particular trip right after the wedding, it's called a honeymoon and you should go with your honey. Your lovey. Agree. Yeah. And if someone I was marrying suggested it to me, excuse me. Excuse me. Well, I mean, it's just... Hello, Tokyo, we've got a problem. Yeah, I mean, there is something yeah. wrong. There's nothing wrong with doing separate, separate vacations. Trips. Of course not. But, but like, for but the wedding... Because I think you need that time after the exhaustion of putting together the wedding and everything. You need and, that time to bond and remember you like each other because those are stressful times. Yes, yes, and do all that corny good stuff that you do in your honeymoon. Oh, please. Yes. Like screwing night and day. Yes, day and, and calling night. each other, you know, wifey your husband yeah, or yeah, doing yeah. that get telling everyone so you get free we're champagne married. wherever you go we're newlyweds we new- just got married today yeah blah blah yeah. blah separate honeymoon photos yeah no that's <laughs> that is just bizarre it it's is. really not a thing it's, i don't think it's so. like three couples that they talk to yeah okay so um Let's I do see think if this, any of them are married next year. Yeah. Well, I do think this is a good reminder, and I know we probably do this at least once a year, but we I just like to remind everyone what it is that um men and women lie about when it comes to sex. Because people are dating, <laughs> people are freshly this is broken just a up. Good spring reminder. It people. is a spring reminder, Julia. Okay, what because, are people lying about? Because there are different differences between the genders, and of course women's most popular sexy lie is I've got a headache. How many I've got I've got chlamydia. They've reduced the number. Reduced like, the number oh, of how partners. many people? Oh, yeah, that me. was your I've lie. Got, <laughs> I've got chlamydia and I've got a headache. <laughs> no. But I'm really attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the the most so the most po- okay, so okay. here's what they are. Um <laughs> women's most common sex lie number 1, reducing the real number of People that they have slept All right. with. Okay. Two. Okay. Number two, faking an orgasm. Yeah. What a waste sense. of time. I know, but mm-hmm. sometimes people do it and, uh, you know, you some can just d- say hurry. Yeah, I know, but that's not always considered an aphrodisiac. <laughs> Close your eyes and think of something dirty. <laughs> hurry. Hurry. Um, 
saying I love you when I don't mean it. Women say that's lie number three that they say. Uh, uh, lie number four is that, uh, oh, I never fantasize about sex with anyone else. Oh, please. I've got a headache. I've never cheated on anyone. Mm-hmm. The sex was great. Loved it. It was amazing. I don't enjoy porn and I don't masturbate. Okay. So wow. those are all the lies. Those are the common women sexualized. Now, what do guys lie about? Um, um, let's see. We, the number of people they slept with. <laughs> they increased the number yeah. of women that they've slept mm-hmm. with. That's lie number five. Lie number uh, 10 is that they never fantasize about sex with other women. Oh, Not only do they, but it, you, sh- you might want to introduce some thoughts into their mind and put yourself in the middle of it. Yes. Okay. Uh, I just want to sleep honest. They're lying about that when they, Wait a minute, uh, guys, I just want to s- sleep honest. Oh, yeah. They might be mad oh, at you right. and they don't want to like confess. And mm-hmm. so they, and you know. They no, know I'm just going to lay next to you know with our lying. clothes on. Yeah. We're going to do nothing. We're just yeah. really wanting, I, I promise I, I won't just touch you. Yeah. I just, I'm tired. Yeah. I can't go home. Uh, the sex was great. So guys, lie about that too. Uh, saying I love you when I don't mean it. That is a lie that a guy tells. Gosh. Oh, here's a guy lie. Usually I last a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happened to me. Oh, this is unusual. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. This has never happened before. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you look great is a common guy lie. Oh, no. At number four, coming in at number four. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. I hardly ever do the roundy round uh, rub and tug. You know, never masturbate. Why would anyone lie about that? I don't know. That one I don't even say. Yeah. I never watch porn is guy lie number two. And the number one thing that a guy lies about, I've never cheated on a partner. Chances are they're lying. So that's why it's kind of refreshing when you meet somebody who said, I've I've cheated on everybody I've ever been with, and I don't know if I'll be able to be faithful to you. <laughs> I mean, get it all out there in the open. These are terrible that number four is you look great. Yeah. Because saying I love you, the pressure. Oh good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, saying you look great is a, it's a means to an end. Right. Yes, it is. No. And we know that guys yes. lie. To, yeah, I mean, people right, lie. Daddy. You do. You look great. Yeah. And they say that. Why? Because they they know you're expecting them to. And if they're going to have any luck later or right <laughs> there then, you go. they got to say that. Say Even though they're thinking, why does she have on <laughs> purple eyeshadow and green lipstick? Oh, it yeah, just doesn't Daddy's work together. Yeah, what, what We're going to a Viking game. Like oh, yeah. No, but, you know, I could see it because, I mean, the first date i had with your brother he was wearing a leather dusty as if he was the like he was a gunslinger at he the was, okay corral i couldn't was, get him uh, out of that coat like fast enough kevin costner and wyatt oh my gosh <laughs> i, I can't like, even believe you could look i mean because that is a serious fashion but he pop. was so well, hot he's, he's he was he's so cute delicious. i just got him out of that coat as quickly as possible and changed the picture because then I saw his biceps and his V-neck, and I was like, "Okay, he was change the picture." Yeah, I change the picture, change the scenery. Yeah, and I'm just like, "Get that coat off and put it right here uh-huh. to save this bar stool." I right, as fast. I wasn't going to dwell on it, even though I didn't. You know, another time I went, I think the second date, he had a pork pie hat on. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you know, it's a type of a sort of a yeah, 50s I know exactly hat. What it is? You know what it yeah. is, Casey? You know, 
he he wears hats. He wears newsboy cap. Yes, he does. He's got a big old head, a pork pie head. It almost looked like he was wearing one of those tiny hats. I've never heard. <laughs> okay, it's, is it called They're pork? P-O-C- pork pie. Yeah, pork pie it's hat. a pork yep. pie. I've hat. never heard of that. Oh, oh yeah, 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 it's, yeah. A, it's a. Yeah, look it up, Julia. I feel like oh, I read yeah. about it in a Nancy Drew book or something that Ned probably wore a pork pie hat. Seems like a lot of jazz musicians were. Yeah, poor yeah, hats. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a so smoking the, cap. Yeah. Okay. So, but do I think it's good to refresh on the lies? Oh yes. You know? Okay. And if you don't know about them, it, it'll give you good ideas. Well, and you know, and prom is coming, and you know, <laughs> spring break is is here. And, we're just want you if you didn't have any ideas be, what to lie about. We're giving yeah. them to you today for free. Yeah. We are so yeah, helpful. Don't Lori. believe a guy when he says, "I just want to sleep." Honest, honestly, no. He's. I'm just saying. He's already. Cuddle? I promise I won't touch he's you. He's already torn the condom that's hidden between his two fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's open. Yeah. I promise I won't touch you. All right. Mm-hmm. Listen. Uh, when we come. Back, we've got our favorite headline of the day. And he's the best show she's ever seen. That's right. That's and Donnie's on his fifth time going, mm-hmm. so yeah. we are very excited. We are we are Buble virgins. That's yeah. Yes. Um, we are Buble virgins. Yeah. Now, someone here said he doesn't have an opening yeah, act. Yeah, we got two that said there is no opening act. So. Tomato, tomato. I will tell you this. Once, he- one time when I saw him... Th- the, he brought them out sort of in the middle of the show. Yeah. Does he start on time or is he like a rocker no, and he'll he be was, a good a half a, hour, 45 no, minutes late? He was on time. Yeah. yeah so he, he starts at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Close. Okay. This is kind of a sweet story. Right, That's our favorite me. story. But Soledad O'Brien, you know, we yes. know from the news and reporter, um, she announced that her mother um, passed away and her dad just died 40 days ago. And she shared on Twitter a lengthy photo tribute. She said she was a pretty remarkable lady, an immigrant from Cuba. She lived with the Obelate Sisters of Providence in Boston, Baltimore during college. She also tweeted a snap of her as a baby nestled in her mom's arm and she said of her mom, Estella's many accomplishments, she had a reputation of being super strict, which made me very popular, not since she taught at my high school. And the year um, their sixth child, my little brother, was born, the U.S. Supreme Court would overturn the ban on interracial marriage because oh, Soledad's mom was from right. Cuba and her dad was a white guy. Oh. And some of, uh, she said, my mom really had great wisdom. Her mom was 85, but... 30 days after her dad, yeah. that's there's something kind of sweet. She said her mom always said, keep t- $10 in your bra so you can leave whenever you want. So true. And then people are basically full of bleep. Stop taking their stupidity to heart. Oh, that's, that's pretty very, wise. That is very it? good advice. And her dad was 85 when he died, too. So anyway, it was just really sweet. And there's just a lot of love. And people are just saying, you know, Soledad, she is a great journalist. She's wonderful. Wonderful reporter. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah. Anyway. Wa- that's a nice story. I want to yeah. give a shout out to the NCAA women's bracket has been released. Laura, you're not a basketball fan. This is a big darn deal. For who, Julia? We're not a sports station. For a lot of people watch basketball. All right. We're going to have the final four here. You're going to have to get used to college basketball. I'm going to be on vacation, I'm pretty sure. Are you? I think she's gone. I think she's gone. No, listen to you. What'd you say, Danny? I think she is gone during that weekend. Oh, yeah. 
No, don't just blurb out. Like that would mean anything right now at 10 to 6 on a Monday afternoon. The the women's (laughs) bracket. to come out till later, Lori. It does mean something. Julia, you're in too deep, and I need to have you just pull out (laughs) and put a boa on. You're too deep. You're You're in too deep to the sports. Well, while we're on the subject, the women's ice hockey team will be in the NCAA tournament, so we should throw Is that this weekend? Uh,. Um, See, you guys don't even know. You act like you can. Yeah, I you don't say that. Yeah, but you don't even they're know in. about this other thing you're blabbing about, which I won't let you say again because I don't want you to say it again. Okay, fine. I'm not even going to say it. Okay, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I'm not saying anything <laughs> I mean, because you already said I couldn't say it, and I am listening. Julia. Oh, I jumped the gun on that one. No, yeah. I know you did, Donnie. Yeah. yeah. See, look at We have I didn't. zero Mine sports credibility <laughs> around here. Mine is the truth. No, Julia. It's the NCAA women's bracket is here earlier than expected. Okay, but don't you have to get through the guys and then you get to no, the gals? Or they, do they happen oh, at the same time? No, they, they are close, but... They are close. They're very yes, close. Yes. But I was just giving the women love, Lori. That's it. Yeah, it okay, Stephen very Colbert. very insincere. It really wasn't. It wasn't, women, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Colbert says the first six months of his late show... The start of it just felt terrible. Yeah. He, he said he his biggest fear is that people wouldn't come back after the first six months because it was so hard for him. He, since he had grown up, had always, you know, he was in secondhand TV or Second City TV, and he'd always acted and was always somebody else, a character. Right. He had to be himself. And even on the Colbert Report, he was always a character. And suddenly they asked him to be him, and he just didn't know how to do it. And he said it was so hard we stuck with it we did we stuck with it because mm-hmm. it wasn't good at first no but it never is i mean i'm sure we were terrible when we started we were terrible sometimes not we're i'm still sure terrible well some but, days we really are yeah but and some days we really but really he are. Got, then got his groove and um you know he just found it now i don't know i think kind of all the late night even busy phillips is kind of gosh you still watch her you yeah. really do yeah i mean i'm keeping loyal. my eye on these late night people in case there's a job opening well we could have hosted the oscars <laughs> and you wouldn't make the promo julia listen we were never gonna host the oscars. i know but Are they were really me? really on to it donnie oh. i can't believe you posted the oa when is this crazy show that hasn't been on for like two years coming back. I I pretended I didn't see it. I I did like it. I have no idea what it was about. It was just a sort of a show I was watching because it was a buzzy show. I didn't (laughs) mind that I didn't know what was going on. You know, sometimes I do. Yeah, yeah I don't. I care do. If I need to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, but it was kind of like it was a very earnest show and I watched it because it was buzzy, but I didn't get it at all. Okay, let's not talk about it. But when is it coming back? Because you post this trailer. Oh, uh, and then I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I posted us. the story. You tease yeah, us. Sorry, that's my, uh, my overlooked when Here it's coming back. Here we go. Back. See, he doesn't even know. All right, let me tell <laughs> yeah, you something look else. Look at that. Forget the it. Don't even look at that damn trailer. <laughs> um, blind runner ran, makes history finishing the New York City half marathon with the help of guide dogs. dogs. Thomas Panic. New York City marathon. It was this past weekend, Lori. No. Sunday at the United Airlines New York City Half Marathon by becoming the first blind runner to complete. I I always thought the marathon was in November. This is a half marathon. It's a a half marathon. His team of Labradors each ran between three and five miles. Waffle, Wesley, and Gus. They led him across the finish line. That's kind of cool. March 22nd for the OA.
Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Thanks, Donnie. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Well, Julie's <laughs> going to put it on her calendar. I'm really not. Yeah. Other, the rest of us are going to wait till it comes up in our queue, because if we watched it before, you know our damn TV isn't going to let us forget it. That's yeah, right. True. You know how it does that? Mm-hmm. I totally know how that does that. By the way, Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Now, Lori Laughlin last week disabled Twitter and her Instagram. Now, Felicity's followed suit, and she brought down her parental website, uh, Flicka. Friends with Flicka. I can't think in one world that they don't have so much shame and no. horribleness ahead of them. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. even going to stop. Julia Roberts she declared even, it sad. That it's, it's sad it that, that people don't think their kids are smart enough. It's terrible. People at the shame. Hallmark Channel are really bummed because the, Lori Laughlin single-handedly kept many shows Oh, I know there. she I know. did. She's a hardworking yeah. actor. Yeah. And I guess people are ha- taking great delight in her husband, who... Sounds like he's a Dinkus Moranis. He a braggart. Yeah. Now other people are coming out and saying, yes, what a bragger he always was about his daughter and always uh, saying that people need to pull their own weight and this, that. It's like William Macy's, you know, Esquire or GQ, men's GQ uh, interview last month. Where he said yeah. the number one thing he despises is liars. I, oh, it's really not looking good. Once again, you have Shame. to be careful. <laughs> you have to be careful when you make really overt, sweeping statements. I just mean it when it happens in this situation. Well, Michael Bublé, who we're seeing tonight, the Excel, yeah. he um, he was flying on an airplane uh, home from Argentina, and a flight attendant told her that she was a fan, and then asked told him, "Yeah, told him," and she said, "Don't get mad at me." But my friends and I are fighting over who's right. And I said, what's the question? Michael Bublé says this. And did you win? And she said, well, did you win American Idol or The Voice? (laughs) Or did you just place? Yeah, that was. What did he say? He said it was enough to give an artist an ego check. An ego check. And uh, he said he had an epiphany in that moment and went and sat in his seat and thought so many people in America, they don't know. They might know my name. They might hear my music, but they don't, but they don't really know, know me. Yes, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right. Then he I thought can... it was a great opportunity to tell a story. All right. So he's well. got a TV show coming out. The story of him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm almost sure I'm right. Yes, he does have a TV. show. I know show. he does. does he? Okay. He does. The story of me. And <laughs> see, that's very good. Yeah. We know I, that now. Yeah, the story I know. Of me. All right. Everybody that's have funny. a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done.